Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Martha's Vineyard. At 1010, we'll talk about it with the Washington Post's Maria Sacchetti. A special master has been appointed in the legal fight over those documents found at Donald Trump's Florida home. The Dow off 173, NASDAQ down 167, S&P off 45. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Veteran New York Judge Raymond Deary has been named as the intermediary to review the evidence collected from former President Trump's Florida estate. CBS's Nicole Skanga says federal judge Aileen Cannon also issued a potential setback for the Department of Justice. Cannon also denied the Justice Department's request to immediately resume their investigation of 103 documents marked classified. Thursday's ruling marks another setback for federal prosecutors who have pushed to review sensitive records found intermingled with Mr. Trump's personal items last month. A computer breach at Uber. Uber tweets that it's responding to a cybersecurity incident. They say they've contacted police. The political fight between Republicans and the Biden administration over immigration is playing out between the states. Dozens of migrants arrived on charter flights to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts yesterday as part of what Florida Governor Ron DeSantis calls a relocation program. CBS's Christina Hager reports. Volunteers on Martha's Vineyard found themselves scrambling to help about 50 migrants flown here without warning Wednesday on the order of Florida's Republican governor. We're not a sanctuary state. What would be the best is for Biden to do his damn job and secure the border. Some of the migrants say they were told they'd be given housing and jobs. Rail strike averted for now. A tentative agreement gives a 24% pay raise over five years and for the first time the ability to take unpaid leave for a medical procedure to workers in 12 unions. CBS's Nancy Cordes. This standoff was a big test for a man who has frequently billed himself as, quote, the most pro-union president ever. And the test isn't quite over yet. Yet this deal still has to be voted on by more than 100,000 rail workers. A series of votes will take place over the next few weeks. Los Angeles police have arrested two teenage boys in connection with the death of a 15-year-old girl who overdosed in a high school restroom in Hollywood. Police say she bought pills on campus. Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti. She, as well as three other young students who were hospitalized, uh, were harmed by fentanyl, a threat that is not new but growing every single day. A North Texas doctor is facing serious criminal charges. More from CBS's Jim Crisula. Dallas anesthesiologist Dr. Ray Ortiz is accused of injecting nerve-blocking agents and other drugs in the bags of IV fluids at the surgical center where he works. A female co-worker died and several other patients had cardiac emergencies. Ortiz, who denies any wrongdoing, faces life in prison if convicted. This is CBS News. When you think of hiring, think of Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring system helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It's 10.03 on Thursday, September 15th of 2022. 67 degrees going down to the 50s and 60s overnight. And good evening. I'm Michelle Bash. The top stories we're following for you this evening. Virginia has denied parole to convicted D.C. sniper Lee Boyd Malvo. 
Virginia's parole board ruling that the 37-year-old is still a risk to the community two decades after he and his partner terrorized the region with a series of random shootings. Malvo was 17 when he and John Allen Muhammad killed 10 people and wounded three others over a three-week span in the fall of 2002. Other victims were shot and killed across the country earlier as the duo made their way to the nation's capital from Washington state. Malvo was convicted of capital murder in Virginia and sentenced to life in prison without parole. But a series of Supreme Court rulings and a change in Virginia law gave Malvo the opportunity to seek parole after serving nearly 20 years in custody. He was convicted of double murder rooted, rooted in jealousy. Now this D.C. man has learned his sentence. Prosecutors say 28-year-old Rendell Johnson killed because... Johnson uh, could not accept the fact that a woman that he wanted did not want him. Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy says Johnson was given two consecutive life sentences plus 40 years for the murders of 24-year-old Trevor Frazier and 26-year-old Raymond Giles. Two men gunned down in Capitol Heights in 2019. Assistant State's Attorney Stephen Smith says among the witnesses was the woman at the heart of it all. He told her that he shot Trevor and that Raymond was quote-unquote collateral damage. John Dome in WTOP News. The Spotsylvania County School Board's choice to be its next superintendent doesn't have any experience in public education, and he's accused of making racially insensitive posts on Facebook, but he just got an important approval. Several members of Virginia's Department of Education said if they were on a local school board and saw several posts on Mark Taylor's Facebook page, they wouldn't hire him. They raised serious questions about judgment, about a commitment to making Virginia public schools work for all students and just general awareness of the obligations of public schools. But board members Andy Rotherham and Alan Siebert said the decision to hire Taylor was Spotsylvania's to make. Citizens of localities do have recourse. Their recourse is to elect and then unelect leaders. The board voted Taylor does meet the qualifications for a superintendent's license. Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. Teachers in Prince George's County have approved a new contract, and union leaders say the three-year deal includes several big wins for teachers who have been working on an expired contract since the end of June. We made progress on 80 items, which is historic. Prince George's County Educators Association President Dr. Donna Christie says among those wins increased planning time for teachers. That is protected time versus collaborative planning, which is time when they uh, work with other members of their department or grade level. The deal also comes with a 13% salary increase over three years. Responding to the ratification of the contract, Prince George's County Public Schools says it joins its teachers in celebrating historic compensation increases out of the highest in the region. The Board of Education still needs to approve the contract. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, planes and buses carried migrants to D.C. and to Martha's Vineyard today with no advance notice. Those migrants were sent by two faraway states protesting federal immigration policies. We'll dig deeper into what's going on after traffic and weather. It's 10.07. It's one of the world's most popular operas. Now see it on the big screen at Audi Field. Sunday, September 25th, Washington National Opera presents a free broadcast of Carmen. Arrive early for family-friendly activities, your favorite concessions, chances to win prizes, and more. Then the main event, Bizet's Blockbuster with the music you know and love. Gates open at 2 p.m. Don't miss Opera on the Field, presenting sponsor Mars Incorporated. More at kennedy-center.org. 
When you're buying a new home, Cap Center has everything you need with a collaborative mortgage and realty team all under one roof. As an IT manager, communication is important to me. Cap Center was upfront and gave me the savings and responsive service I expect. I will certainly work with them again. Put Cap Center's team of local experts to work for you. Save time and money with zero closing costs. Cap Center. Believe it. Equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Visit capcenter.com for details. NMLS ID number 67717. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. It's 10.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th to the WTOP Traffic Center. Here's Bob Imler. In Maryland, hung up badly on T-70 northbound. The crash is after 109. Caller going south says very little, if any, traffic is getting by at the moment. On the northbound side, rather serious crash, it sounds like, with a lot of response there. So this is 270. Traffic coming to a stop northbound at 109. The crash is after 109 by about a quarter mile or so and uh, possibly involving an overturned vehicle. Southbound 270 at Route 85, single right lane gets by the work zone. 95, the Baltimore-Washington Parkway at 50 out to the Bay Bridge, all running well and around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia. Now in Virginia, 66 westbound, very slow out of Roslyn, getting out to Falls Church. Not quite sure what the deal is there. Maybe a work zone before you get to Glebe Road on 66 west. But there is some road work going on at 66 east in Centerville, approaching Route 29. And there, should be getting by single file to the right. Looks like they're setting up again tonight eastbound near 123. And they are set up before the Beltway where you get by in two lanes to the left. 95 northbound, that is heavy and slow. Uh, getting past the work zone after exit 136 Centerport Parkway. And there, squeezing by single file to the left. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good and safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Amelia Draper with Storm Team 4. The weather forecast featuring very quiet weather. In fact, we barely have a chance for rain over the next 10 days. Lows tonight falling into the 50s under clear skies. Tomorrow will warm to around 80, so a cool start, a nice afternoon. For Saturday, we warm up into the low to mid-80s, and we continue to warm on Sunday with highs near 90. For Monday, we'll warm to around 90 with plenty of sunshine and feeling a bit humid. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Now 60 in Upper Marlboro, 64 in Centerville, 69 in the district. Lows tonight in the 50s in the suburbs, low 60s in and near D.C. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 1010. It's a move the White House is calling a political stunt. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis claimed credit today for flying dozens of migrants to the island of Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts to make a political point about the issues at the southern border. Their arrival occurred shortly before two buses of migrants from Texas were dropped off outside the vice president's residence in northwest D.C. Maria Sacchetti covers immigration issues for the Washington Post. She joined me earlier with more information about the migrants. We understand that many of them are originally from Venezuela, which is suffering a uh, severe political and economic crisis. And they're arriving at the southern border in large numbers this fiscal year. And what we know so far is that they were told they could get a ride to uh, to. Boston or some other cities in the Northeast, and uh, they agreed, you know, to board these uh, private charter planes uh, in Texas. And and some, you know, are telling lawyers and you know us in interviews out there in Massachusetts that they they really didn't understand where they were going. You know, Martha's Vineyard is an island off Massachusetts; is accessible only by 
by sea and by air. And so it's not easy for them to find their way uh, back to the to the city. I mean, it's far away from Boston and other major cities. Well, Florida, obviously not a border state unless you're talking about islands. But what reasons did DeSantis give? Well, DeSantis, like other Republican governors in, in like uh, Greg Abbott in Texas and Doug Ducey in Arizona, have said that they are trying to send a message to cities that try to prevent the deportation of immigrants, you know, so-called sanctuary cities, and, and give them a, a sense of what it's like for border states to experience the sudden and unexpected arrival of migrants. But, you know, in, in border states, there is an, an apparatus. You know, there are shelters, there are government officials who know how to enforce immigration law and, and, and know also about asylum law when someone is seeking protection. And so, you know, there, there are more services down on the border because this has been going on for decades and decades, you know. Uh, so what we're hearing from Martha's Vineyard is, is that this is something that was wholly unexpected. And um, if Florida had just given them a heads up, you know, they could have better prepared. As, as it was, they responded pretty quickly. Are there any indications or are we expecting, you know, more of this unexpected uh, arrivals um, from Florida and other states that have been busing or flying migrants to, to states? Uh, I think we, we expect it to continue, certainly. Uh, Texas and Arizona have not shown signs of slowing down and, and neither has Florida. We just don't necessarily know where they're going to send them. So that has been a, a big question. Yeah, it kind of seems like today, you know, or recent days, things it took a different turn as they have uh, compared to recent weeks. Yes, I mean, well, certainly cities such as New York and, and Washington, as you know, um, they've been complaining that they, they're overwhelmed, that they have services or not getting heads ups from Texas and, you know, about when buses will be arriving. So that's been very frustrating. But but one big difference is that in a big city, you know, you, you have advocates, you have a lot of people who help and you're close to major public transportation routes and communication. So, you know, we're told that migrants arrived very confused on this very small island off the coast of Massachusetts, uh, had some a map to you know, a, a community service agency several miles away, you know, they're not in a place where it's easy to figure out where to go next. That is the Washington Post's Maria Sacchetti. Then coming up on WTOP, we'll check on Thursday Night Football, which you can only watch through Amazon Prime. 1014. Here's Matt Mandrock, the head of U.S. public sector at Zoom on Workplace Reimagined, sponsored by Zoom. Employees now are demanding autonomy, flexibility, and most important, the need for technology to support the way of working. The government is needing to you know, meet these fast-changing demands, and it's essential for a virtual experience to be as good as, if not better, than an in-person experience. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Zoom. Across the virtual halls of government, federal employees trust Zoom for government communications and collaboration and to engage with the public in serving their mission. Zoom for Government with ATOs across the federal spectrum is U.S.-based, using the AWS GovCloud and two co-located data centers. Zoom has authorizations and attestations with FedRAMP, DOD's Impact Level Classification, FIPS 140 Cryptography, and supports over 300 NIST controls. Learn more at karasoft.com Zoom. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. At 10:15, Rob Woodfork. All right, we are starting with Thursday night football in Kansas City. Quite the duel between the Chiefs and Chargers. L.A. leading 17-14 in the third quarter. 
Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes trading touchdown passes in this quarter, each with two touchdown passes so far. Here in Washington, Commanders receiver Terry McLaurin is 27 today. He'd love to get a belated birthday gift in the form of a win in Detroit on Sunday for a franchise that hasn't started 2-0 since 2011, Terry. I mean, I think it would be very big, especially you give a stat like that, uh, something that hasn't been done in a while. And I think going into the game, we don't want to necessarily think of it as we could be the first team in so long to do this, but just try to improve on what we did well last week, but also just have a more complete game, not to have as many mistakes. In this week's D.C. Sports Huddle, we delve into why the game in Detroit is actually a must-win. It's on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The Game 3 of the WNBA Finals, uh, just out of halftime in Connecticut. The Sun leading the Las Vegas Aces 60-47. to They've led this game by as many as 23. And the Sun had 19 assists in the first half. That's the most, of, uh, most assists in any half in WNBA Finals history. Uh, led by Maryland star Alyssa Thomas. Six assists in the first half to go with 10 points and six rebounds. The Nationals and Orioles enjoying a day off with the O's AL wildcard hopes, aided by the Rays' 11-0 beatdown of the Blue Jays. This on a day, Tampa started an unprecedented nine Latin American position players on Roberto Clemente Day. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. That tentative contract deal to avoid a nationwide strike by freight rail workers will deliver 24% raises and $5,000 bonuses over five years. It will also address some of their concerns about strict attendance rules and time off. A federal judge has appointed Raymond Deary, a former federal prosecutor and judge, to serve as a so-called special master to review documents seized during that FBI search of former President Trump's home last month. And GOP candidate for Maryland Governor Dan Cox is formally opposing the State Board of Elections attempt to start counting mail-in votes for the November election on October 1st. The Board of Elections is asking the courts to allow it. Cox has filed a motion opposing that request. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. A fundraiser was held tonight to benefit Ireland's four courts in Arlington after the popular pub was severely damaged when a vehicle crashed through the front of the building last month. The goal, to raise money for more than a dozen people who were hurt in that crash. Police say all of those hurt a month ago have been released from the hospital. They say it looks like the crash happened after the driver experienced a medical emergency, but the investigation is still continuing. It's 1018. To the traffic center and Bob Imler. On 66 westbound, it is a street sweeper headed out through Falls Church, getting past Glebe Road very slowly along the left side because a clean shoulder is a happy shoulder. And uh, on 66 farther west, it is the eastbound side that has the work zones. On the eastbound side at, uh, at 29 Centerville, right lane gets by. Then you get by single file left at 123. Two left lanes get by at the Beltway, all in the eastbound direction. Seven westbound at Patrick Henry Drive, getting by single file past the work zone tonight. On 95 traveling south, you're in pretty good shape from Springfield. But northbound 95 hung up badly, coming north from Falmouth. Up to a point after exit 136 Centerport Parkway. That is a work zone. You're getting by single file to the left. And in Maryland, 270 northbound hung up badly by the crash after 109 in Hyattstown. And uh, traffic at times held up, at times getting by under police direction. The overturned vehicle involved in the northbound crash on 270. Southbound 270 at Route 85, single right lane gets past the work zone. 50 out to the Bay Bridge runs without delay. 
For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped tens of thousands of clients who have been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Your Storm Team 4 four-day forecast with Amelia Draper. Beautiful weather out there on this Thursday evening with overnight lows in the 50s. So very autumnal tomorrow morning and then a nice warm Friday afternoon with highs around 80 and plenty of sunshine. The weekend looking dry, sunny, featuring low humidity with highs Saturday in the low to mid 80s. We'll be warmer on Sunday with highs in the mid to upper 80s and we warm to around 90 degrees on Monday with plenty of sun still in the forecast. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. It's 67 degrees outside the WTOP studios. Lows in the 50s in the suburbs tonight. Low 60s in D.C. and immediately outside. The weather's brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. And coming up here on WTOP, the latest on the financial troubles swirling around a D.C. nonprofit that helps LGBTQ youth. It's 1020. And now the small business buzz packaged by the UPS store. Even with rising interest rates, small business loan approval rates continue to rise. Biz2 Credit reports small banks and alternative lenders saw the strongest growth in small business loan approvals. The loan approval rate among alternative lenders like fintechs was 27% in July, followed by small banks and credit unions at 21%. Small banks process a lot of SBA loans and are a good source of capital. Non-bank lenders are good for companies which need small smaller amounts of funding more quickly. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. At the UPS store, we have everything to help small business owners be unstoppable. So if you need printing, we'll be the printing store. I need help printing brochures. My at-home printer became self-aware. Of course, the UPS store can print. Wait, you said self-aware? Yeah, one day it was saying it was low on ink, and the next it was saying it wanted to rule the world. Weird. Well, whatever you need, we've got you covered. The UPS store can help small business owners be unstoppable with our printing services. The UPS store, be unstoppable. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. 1022. Want me to make some coffee? Uh, yeah. You know, I used the last filter, but there's more in the pantry to the left. Yep. Right where she always... Always what? She always marked how tall we were since we could stand up. All the lines. They're still here. Oh, honey. I know. I know. She can't leave here. She just can't. I know we don't live close enough. I know we have our own families to raise, but... Shh. She'll hear you. Look, I think I have an answer. Make some coffee and we'll talk about Warm and Home Care. Warm and Home Care? Yeah, they're right here. They're local and they always have been. Just like mom and dad have always been here for us when we needed them. With Warm and Home Care, your loved one can stay safe and happy in their own home while a caregiver provides essential services, personal hygiene, medication reminders, light housekeeping, and more. Family-owned and operated, the Warman family has spent over 30 years providing happiness at home to families like yours. Learn more about the Warman difference at warmanhomecare.com. I want to break free. Ready to break free, D.C.? See the world with Norwegian and enjoy 40% off all cruises to the Caribbean, Europe, and more. We'll even help you get there with free airfare for second guest. Plus, enjoy free open bar, free specialty dining, and more. Visit ncl.com, call your travel advisor, or 1-888-NCL-CRUISE. Offer and soon, D.C. Norwegian Cruise Line. Sail safe, feel free. Ships Registry, the Bahamas and USA. Restrictions apply. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 1023. New tonight, Casa Ruby, a D.C. nonprofit that provided transitional housing to LGBTQ youth, has more than $2 million in unpaid bills and should be dissolved. 
That's the conclusion of a report out today from a foundation ordered by a judge to manage Casa Ruby's legal interests. It came after employees said they had gone months without pay and landlords said rent on properties was overdue. The nonprofit's operations came under scrutiny after its founder, Ruby Corrado, was accused of mismanaging funds. It received more than $9.6 million in grants from D.C. agencies in the last five years. The D.C. Attorney General's office said last month it believes Corrado had left the country for her native El Salvador. A bomb threat forced a lockdown at a local school, and now a man has been arrested on a terrorism charge. The phone threat led to a big law enforcement response at Conway Elementary School in Fredericksburg, Virginia last week, and plenty of anxiety among students, parents, and staff. Now the Stafford County Sheriff's Office says its investigation with the help of Fredericksburg police found that 34-year-old James Hash of Fredericksburg called in the threat. He's being held in jail on charges of threats to bomb and attempted act of terrorism. The office adds that Fredericksburg police have tacked on charges of threats of death, threats to bomb, and falsely summoning police. The office also says it's gotten about 100 thank you cards from grateful elementary schoolers. John Aaron, WTOP News. An update now on a story we've been following for you. The Humane Rescue Alliance says it has recovered one of those seven puppies kidnapped from a D.C. foster home last month. The alliance says the puppy named Aries is in relatively good health and will be re reunited with his mother and sister, who was recovered on Saturday. At the time of their abduction, the puppies were just three and a half weeks old, too young for them to be separated from mom. Five puppies from that litter of seven are still missing. The Alliance is offering a reward of up to $7,500 for information leading to their safe return. It's 1025. Money News Now from Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow lost 173 points Thursday. The Nasdaq fell 1.5%. First-time filings for unemployment benefits fell for the fifth straight week last week. Freddie Mac says the average rate on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage has now breached 6%, the highest since late 2008. Amazon will let merchants and shoppers promotional emails for the first time ever. They could inundate inboxes with spam. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. The Nikkei is down more than 1% right now. And coming up after traffic and weather, one of the news stories we're following tonight, a veteran New York judge is named special master in the Mar-a-Lago documents probe. It's 1026. At GW Hospital, we're here for the defining moments of your life. We are defining medicine. We've got you covered from emergency treatment in our level one trauma center and specialty services to outpatient rehabilitation, routine care, and beyond. Find us in the heart of D.C., steps away from buses, metro stops, and parking garages. When you think healthcare, think GW Hospital. To make an appointment, call 888-4GW-DOCS or visit us online at gwhospital.com. Physicians are not employees or agents at this hospital. Who says you can't have flexibility, choice, and convenience working at the office? Industrious, the premium co-working and flexible office company, transforms the entire D.C. metro area into your workplace. Maybe you need a shorter commute time or even a simple change in scenery. With an